0: Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Mm. Mm. Alright guys, hello and welcome to Fudge and Meat. We are so excited to have you. My name is Anastasia, I am Meat.
1: And my name is Lily, and I am Fudge.
0: Perfect. And this is a sports podcast. We thought it was important to have more women's voices in sports. And bottom line, we're both just big fans and... We wanted to get our voices out there. Um, We wanted to say that we have no qualifications to be doing this whatsoever. (laughs) I don't know if you should trust us at all, Um, but if you want to tune in and listen and get our perspective on things, you're absolutely welcome to. (laughs) So we are going to be focusing today on the Packers and the beginning of their season. They obviously have played two games. They've won them both. So that's a pretty good sign. Um, Looking back at their last season, they obviously did very, very well. They went super far into the playoffs. And so I think a really big question was whether or not they performed this year. Um, Mm -hmm. Personally, myself, I felt as though last year, um, even though we got far and I felt like we had a lot of really, really good moving pieces, it felt as though we ran on luck a lot. You know, I think we had a lot of really good breaks and a lot of really lucky, lucky plays Mm -hmm. that kind of pushed us that far. I'm not saying that we weren't talented, and I'm not saying that they didn't deserve it, but I definitely think we got a little farther than I was expecting. So I was really excited to see what would happen this year. Matt LaFleur came, came in as a new coach last year, shook things up, craziness. And this year we also had an interesting draft, mm-hmm. a controversial draft. Um, and so I think we're going to talk a little bit today about what we heard during the quote-unquote, there was no preseason, but during Mm -hmm. the training sessions, what we heard was going on versus what we've seen. So I think we're going to go player by player versus what we've heard and just talk a little bit about what we've been seeing and um, I guess the shape of the Packers and what we expect for this season. Mm -hmm. So I felt it was important to wait to to make a fair judgment to see how this progress is. You know, the things that we're consistent. So if there's one name that has stood out to me, it is Marquez valdez Scaling. I <laughs> have seen his name all over Twitter. All over. Yeah. And what reporters were saying is that it seemed during practice that he was really good at breaking out super quickly and becoming open or being a distraction for somebody else to become open. And Lily, I want to get your thoughts on this, how you think MBS is doing and whether or not you saw that during the games.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think the last game... Devontae Adams was kind of, like, the star, and, um, uh, well, obviously we'll touch one. on him later, but in game one, mm-hmm. and we didn't really see a ton of MBS then, um, so I think going into this game, two, I was really interested in seeing kind of who else would break out and show their, like, show what we've been expecting and anticipating seeing, and I think this game really kind of started to show the way that he could make a big impact in our offense and. I don't think it was a perfect performance from him, and there were a few slip-ups and moments that made me a little uncertain, like a few drops and uh, For sure. completion. M-
0: MBS, I've noticed, i completion. MBS, I've noticed that when it comes to the passes that are pretty wide open and easy, they end up being incomplete. Um, yeah. But when it comes down to the, the tough passes that he has to make, you know, that, that one game one in the end zone where he reached right around the defender, those mm-hmm. ones he seems to be able to hold on to. So yeah. I think for him, it's a matter of, you know, consistency and just working on um, keeping his eye on the ball and his coordination. And I, I think for MVS um, last season, he wasn't very prominent. He definitely is playing a huge role this year, much bigger mm-hmm. than last year. Um, and I think he's doing really well. I think he's shaped up during practice. I would mm-hmm. still like to see him complete a few of these catches i think we've seen this pretty often during game two there were a lot of draw passes yeah which to me is it concerns me a little bit um obviously obviously it's concerning the fact that we're losing a ton of yards and a ton of points but also when we have a guy like aaron Rodgers, you know he he runs the ball often you know uh aaron jones is taking it he's we're definitely going to get to the running backs during this but I think as a passing quarterback, it's really, really important that you make those completions to avoid picks or mm-hmm. um, to actually get the yardage you need. Because often when we do our running game, we don't get too many yards, except for obviously Aaron Jones with his 75 yard touchdown. Um, but I, MBS definitely is playing a significant role. I've seen what they were saying. He is breaking out very, very quickly. I've noticed that he's often open downfield, which is interesting. And mm-hmm. we talked about this in our tester mm-hmm. podcast. But you had said you were really excited to see
1: Alan Lazard this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think from the small role he had been playing, small role air quotes because he really didn't play a small role last year. But I think with the way he was playing towards the end of the season um, and getting into the playoffs, uh, just kind of hearing that that's the guy that Aaron Rodgers was putting a lot of trust into immediately makes him stand out just because, like, Mm -hmm. thinking about his skill and his talent and just the amount of time that Rodgers has been playing uh him seeing somebody who he trusts and sees a lot of potential in is obviously, you're going to want to pay attention to him then. So after last season and seeing some of his kind of big moments, I was really excited to see Lazard this season. And I don't think he's been for sort sure, of like... The... During
0: during training camp, they definitely mentioned that Lazard seemed to be stepping up and he was turning out to be quite the mm-hmm. receiver. So I don't want to say we called it. <laughs> yeah. But we definitely had high expectations for him. Um, yes. But it seemed as as though the Packers saw that in him as well this year.
1: Yeah. And I still think, like, he hasn't been completely at what I've expected him to be at. But um, mm-hmm. I w- kind of envisioned him being playing a little bit bigger of a role. But I do think that throughout the season he will be continuously being kind of one of those star guys and one of those main targets. And I don't think he's necessarily had, like, you know... I don't want to say he hasn't had, like, huge plays, but every play, I feel like every completion he's had today and in the past games or so, they've been meaningful and they've made an impact. Um, mm-hmm. So, that's I'm really interested in seeing the way that he's been performing the rest of the season. If I'm
0: being honest, he's reminding me a lot of how um, EQ was playing two seasons mm-hmm. ago. Because obviously last season he was out on IR, and it seems like this season he's also out again. But two yeah. seasons ago, I wouldn't say EQ was um, our most prominent receiver. Obviously, it's always Devontae Adams. But EQ definitely <laughs> played a significant role and got us a lot of really good points and had some really impressive plays. And I kind of see Alan Lazard fulfilling that role that EQ has not been able to step in. Out.
1: Yeah, kind of like a guy to get the ball down the field. Like, just, and which is exactly what you need when... You know, maybe we're not pushing for Jones to get some rushing yards and and or tossing to somebody else, but I think he's like just really consistently been helpful in getting the ball down the field, and I think that's obviously really important in our offense. Just because I feel like oftentimes the points that we kind of get stuck in is just when we can't get any further. We're at what maybe like forty yard line or something that we just the can't. One yard, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like forty yard no.
0: line, we have one yard left to make it and... to the first down. And we struggle, we really do. Yes. Um, but one thing that I really like that you mentioned is that you said it seemed as though um, Aaron Rodgers last season had a lot of trust in Lazard. And yeah. I think when it comes to Rodgers, that's really important. Because if you look at who our prominent players are, right? like Devontae Adams, or Aaron Jones, or a few seasons ago, we talked about this, Randall Cobb, mm-hmm. when he was um, a very prominent Packers player. It seems as though Aaron Rodgers has really good relationships with these guys. And what I notice is despite the fact that MBS and Alan Lazard may have been fudging, you know, Butterfingers dropping a few passes, it seemed as though Aaron never really gave up on them. I see, I often see that quarterbacks, when their players just aren't making those catches, kind of go back and rely on their go-to guys, right? So it'd be just going straight to Devontae every time or relying Mm -hmm. on Aaron Jones. But Rodgers definitely kept making those passes to these players, and it seemed like he never really lost faith in their abilities. And so I I think that's really important that we have a quarterback who's looking at his entire team, and even Mm -hmm. though maybe they're not on their best game, that he still has that faith in them. I personally think that's really important to the Packers. I think their team unity is really big, and I'm super happy to see that he's doing that for those guys, especially because of how controversial the draft was, right? That we yeah. didn't pick up really any weapons besides Degara, our tight end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of tight ends, it's definitely interesting that Degara has probably played, I think, the most significant role. I think we were both expecting... A lot more out of AJ Dillon yeah Um, he's definitely in the game and he's had some impressive plays for a guy of his size his balance is incredible oh unbelievable that that blows that blows my mind for a guy of his size he should not be standing upright for that long but no (laughs) it's definitely very interesting because I feel like um what we've seen a lot is a lot of coverage on AJ Dillon Mm -hmm. and some other running backs that we have and it's so it's very interesting for me to see that It's our um, tight end who's stepping up. Yeah. If we're being honest. (laughs) Our thoughts on tight ends.
1: Well, it just seems like consistently. Let me me ask you, Lily. (laughs)
0: Let me ask you, Lily. Have the Packers had a tight end who can catch a ball?
1: No. I don't remember the last time that we've had a tight end that's been really, like, really been doing it for us. And uh, I'll for I the think, next time uh, for next week I'll try to find somebody who can prove me wrong in that but it just doesn't seem like we're ever have we, we never really like can get a tight end that just does it for us uh, especially the past two seasons like we had the highest of hopes for Jimmy Graham the highest of hopes and I it, remember everybody
0: talked about that there was going to be a Jimmy Graham Rodgers relationship like it would be like him and Adams that were going to pull through and Jimmy just didn't pull through and if I'm being no. honest when we first drafted Degara, I kind of looked at what he was working with. He's another really big guy, kind of slow, and I was like, "Oh my God, we got rid of Jimmy Graham and drafted Jimmy
1: Graham." Graham.
0: Um, so I will admit, for Degara being a rookie in his first year, if he's performing like Jimmy Graham, who's been in the league for forever, hey. I have high hopes for him. You know, yeah. when you, I'm I'm just saying, when you come out as a rookie, it's a year in the league means so much more than four years of college. Yeah. And that's the reason why we see Tim Boyle as our backup quarterback, as opposed to Jordan Love, is that no matter how talented Jordan Love is, Tim Boyle's experience in the NFL is so much more important. So the fact Mm -hmm. that Degara is actually making some sort of an impact as a rookie, um, I do think he definitely has the potential to get better. Yeah. I am not positive if he'll um, do that path with the Packers. (laughs) We'll have to see what happens, but... As much as as much shit talk as we are essentially giving to our tight ends. Yeah. I, I will give Degara some props for being a first year. Um but now I really want to get into our running backs. Yeah. So one thing that I thought was very interesting, talking about A.J. Dylan again, getting back over there is that we have some really prominent running backs, and we have many of them. Obviously Aaron Jones. Yeah insane can we talk about unbelievable watched? i i don't know if i've ever seen a better game for someone no he just like he completely rocked the field he's a
1: star <laughs> he's just i love him to death i think when he breaks I, I think out it's gonna be a good day like and I, there obviously are many times that if he's really not having it we can turn to other players and we can still perform offensively but There's just something about when he is just having a day like this and able to continuously like (laughs) make it up the field. He just seems unstoppable. The way he runs. I think one thing
0: that I really like about what I love about Aaron Jones is, first of all, he's very very fast. Mm -hmm. He's super awesome. I feel like a lot of running backs tend to be like shorter, stockier dudes. You know, kind of the (laughs) plow through type. But Aaron Jones is quick and that's awesome. But I also think he has a really good awareness of the field, you know? Yeah. The way that he can spin and just like dodge the defenders. He he makes a lot of really smart moves while he's out there. I think he's super conscious of everything that's going on and he's got a really great perspective on the game. You know, when mm-hmm. he's out there, I think he's completely zoned in and to me it seems like he's he's scaling the entire field. Oh yeah. Um so I think that's, to, to me, we we talked about this with Jordan Love, how I felt that there were issues that Jordan wasn't completely um, seeing the entire field or seeing every player. I think Aaron Jones in his position and where he is, I think he does a really good job of being conscious of everything happening around him. And I think that's why he has such good breakaway plays is that he's smart and mm-hmm. he kind of sees that coming and knows how to adjust in order to make that happen. So of course, yeah. Aaron Jones is incredible. But one thing I thought was interesting is that what we heard during um, boot camp was that Matt LaFleur was planning on using all of the running backs. Um, mm-hmm. which I was not expecting. I thought that it would be a little more like um, in the wide receiver game kind of stick to the same few. Um, yeah. But I, I, I think I've seen a good amount of that. I mean obviously AJ Dillon has been in the game. And yeah. seen, uh, Jamal Williams have some good plays. He went for two, and he ran that right into the end zone. So that's awesome for him. And I, I think we have a really good set of running backs on our team.
1: Yeah. I think, I what, think what... You go. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I think what I'm kind of anticipating seeing with before and the way that he's going to coach his team is, from what I'm already seeing now is we've had two players with, like, who individually broke out and kind of like bust the game wide open in game one, that was Devante Adams and in game two, um, it was Aaron Jones. And for me, I'm kind of with the way too that he plans on playing the running backs. And I feel like we're going to be seeing a lot of different guys kind of having their moment in the spotlight. Um, and I, like you were saying, I feel like it's going to kind of be something different each game. And he's not going to just stick to necessarily what we know. And, I think this is another moment where I'm kind of surprised with that. I think the relationship between Lafleur and Rodgers is gonna be good this year, and I think you're already kind of seeing that with the way that they both put trust in players um, and just put trust in like having that chemistry and the ability to maybe see something that not everybody else is seeing in them. So,
0: I definitely, yeah, I agree. I think. The running backs is really awesome and the same thing for wide receivers. The fact that we're using Alan Lazard and we're both using Marquez valdes scantling you know, throwing in um, Devontae Adams, you know, we're having all of that action and I think it's really nice because we have a lot of different guys who have a lot of different talents and so I think they all complement each other really well mm-hmm. or at least I think LaFleur does a really good job of knowing what guys need to be out there when and in what combination. Um, Mm -hmm. I I feel like he has a really good idea of uh, what needs to be done next. Mm -hmm. But speaking of the Aaron Rodgers LeFour relationship, one thing that they talked about during boot camp was that Rodgers had been working on himself as well. He said that he was looking at some old footage of himself, probably back from the Super Bowl. um, And he noticed some technical errors in his throwing game now. He's noticed that he's definitely changed Um, how he's been playing the game and so he said he wanted to work on his form and get back to where he was Mm -hmm. and I I think I've been seeing some of that of course we know Rodgers for having those perfect dart like bullet throws I I think Mm -hmm. Rodgers has always had this amazing ability to put the ball exactly where it needs to be I've said it once I'll say it again all the receivers ever have to do is reach their arms out and it'll fall right into their hands But I think particularly this year, I've, I've seen Rodgers have, he's had some really amazing plays that that to me, I don't want to say I wouldn't have seen it before, but the fact that I feel like they're, coming, they're becoming quite common, you know, to see these incredible catches and these yeah. these ridiculous passes where the completion odds should be slim to none. Going back to yeah. that catch that Marquez valdez had in game one, and Alan Lazard has had a few of those too. Um I definitely think Rodgers has worked on himself, and he seems to be in a really good headspace. Oh, yeah. To me, it feels as though the the Packers, when we are not doing well, I I think we sink. I I really do think that the players get in their heads. And I I think specifically Rodgers, I've noticed when he's off his game, he's really off it. But so Mm -hmm. far, he's been really, really on it, especially because um, specifically in this game against the Lions, we were doing not so well in the beginning and that actually happened no. in game one too. I remember you and I were conversing during the game and we were quite disappointed in the beginning of both of them and then somehow by yes. the end we were wildly impressed. So I, I, I definitely see some progress there and I think Rodgers is doing a fantastic job. Um, yeah, I definitely do think that's interesting though. That I've, I've said it a million times that the Packers I think that we are a second-half team. There's so many times in history where we've been way behind and we just get our shit together and we rock that field in the second mm-hmm. half. But I think it's very interesting that these past few games, it's like we need time on the field to warm up for a little bit.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: it took our defense a second to to pull itself together, but I, I was a little worried about that because in previous seasons, we have had a pretty rough defense. Yeah. Um, but this year, what, what it seems as though – They first get out on the field and I get concerned, Mm -hmm. but once they get into shape, it seems like these guys are making some really good moves. You know, I, by the end of the game, I'm never concerned about our defense. No. So that's definitely very interesting. Um, But specifically, I'd like to talk about an offense, our (laughs) O-line. Oh, yeah. We have had some problems with that. Aaron Rodgers has broke his collarbone Uh far too many times. I'm tired of him getting sacked two seasons ago. Um, we didn't get very far in the playoffs at all. I remember no. Lambo was practically empty. It was so easy to go, go see games. I remember I was sick and tired of watching that poor guy get sacked. Every time, it broke my heart a little bit. But our O-line has really, really improved.
1: Oh, yeah. It's I think amazing. the past two seasons, Roger it's felt like... Oh, yeah. I, I feel what? like within the, <laughs> within the past two seasons, it's really been like a highlight of our offense. And just like in general, I mean, it's like we always Aaron Rodgers is just really present. And I think that's one of his greatest qualities is just like being present and being with it during games. Um, and that's kind of just been the way he's always played. I think this season I've really noticed it in particular, but we've <laughs> been saying that for Rodgers to be good, he needs time, and he needs to buy himself a lot of time. And the O-line really just does that for him. And I was watching today, and of course you get that moment Bak-Tiari of panic. specifically. Yeah. Unbelievable.
0: David Bakhtiari is a god. He is giving Aaron Rodgers all the time he needs to dance around in that pocket. Yeah. And as much as I love Aaron, he takes a long time to make a decision. He's definitely yeah. back there doing a little jig for us. Um, but Balaga's been
1: killing it. Yeah. It's just great to see, and I think that's been part of why we've been able to produce so much on the offense, um, and for Aaron to be able to perform at his best, I give a lot of credit to the offensive line, just to be able to buy him that time. I absolutely do as well. I think I think
0: the reason why we suffered so much two seasons ago is that our O-line just was not keeping it together, and I don't think it had anything to do with Aaron Rodgers being washed up. Say yeah. what you want if you're an Aaron Rodgers hater. Um, but I think Aaron Rodgers, uh, they, they said this today, is that they said, and I completely agree, is that he's very cerebral. I think mm-hmm. he's a super intelligent guy, and I think he really likes to take his time to make the right decision. And we've noticed that when Rodgers really has the ability to do exactly what he's envisioning, it always turns out amazingly. You know, he like like we said, he we, he, uh, he can get the ball exactly where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. The receivers are open, they're watching, and... And but I do think it takes him a while to make that decision because I think he really looks at the whole field and mm-hmm. gives it a moment to watch it play out to, to logically figure out what's going to happen. So the fact that our O-line has been giving him plenty of time to do that, mm-hmm. I'm so impressed. I'm so pleased and I definitely think that's an important part of the Packers if we want to be successful in a season. I think yeah. if we don't give Aaron Rodgers time, I, I think if we had a weaker O-line and it crumbled even a few seconds earlier, I don't think we'd
1: be scoring as many points as we do. No. Like, I think Aaron Rodgers is just so talented, and like you said, too, like with the way he really tries to take in the whole field and make sure that he's getting the, be- like, the best pass he possibly can, getting in the right moment, everything like that, it all comes down to timing and him having enough time. And... If he doesn't have that I don't know what we can even do so it's yeah yeah I
0: wouldn't I wouldn't call him an instinctual player I think he of course I think he has um, a knack for the game duh he's brilliant and wonderful and we all love him but I really do think that he is much more logical rather than instinctual you know I think some players jump to action Um, if I could pick out anyone I think Last year, I think Blake Martinez, I'm so sad that we got rid of him, but I really think he was able to fill in positions on the fly and just do what he had to do. Um, but mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, I really think that he plays better when he has the time to sit back and reflect on what it is that he wants to do and that mm-hmm. he needs time to accomplish that. And so our O-line is super important, and I love on John Bakhtiari is now one of my favorites. I mean, I've always loved him, but yeah. he those he does not let anyone get past he won't no. let anyone get within a few feet of rogers he definitely is doing his job and he's doing it well so probably oh yeah
1: well and like um, he's just a great like in addition to that and him just being a good player you just love he's just a great guy and he's so much him. fun like he's so much fun when you hear him in interviews and the Way he just really fits well into Packer culture. Um, likes Wisconsin sports, uh, fits into that whole aspect of it. Uh, I like seeing him at um, the Bucks game a couple of years ago where he was chugging beers left and right, like it's just great to see somebody like him. He has such a great I presence. I love that. And then a- off the field, <laughs> Aaron yeah.
0: Rodgers taking his little sips, finger up, give Aaron Rodgers a moment. Bottier is crushing drinks. He's, he's a he's a hilarious guy. The intros he made as well. Um, right oh, yeah. After the draft welcoming Jordan Love. Those were funny. Um, and that's one thing I actually want to talk about in regards to this podcast is that I thought I would introduce this now that we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Is that to Lily and I, we love to get to know our players. Mm-hmm. We love their personalities. We talk about their personalities all the time. You know, Jamal Williams is Hilarious. Mm-hmm. He is always high energy. He's always dancing. He's so so funny. Um, Jair Alexander definitely has a strong personality. Um, Aaron Rodgers even has a really strong personality. All these guys, we really love to get to know them and to us. That's what really makes us love a team. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really makes us love a sport. I, I think it's a lot harder to fall in love with a sport if you're not really connected to these guys. And so,
1: mm-hmm.
0: luckily on Fudge and Me, Lily and I will be doing. Sporadic interviews. Every once in a while, we're going to have some guys come on and talk to us and just get to know them. And Mm -hmm. we're definitely super excited to have that segment on Fudge and Meat because hopefully you guys are interested in the same thing as well, just to get to know these guys a little bit outside the game. Mm -hmm. Of course, we're going to talk a little bit about the sport because that's what this is all about. But I think it's so much better when you actually love who you're talking about and you actually know who this person is.
1: And I think especially, like, being a type of team that the Packers is, uh, the Packers are, very sorry, um, the type of team a that the Packers community. are. Yeah, and, like, we care a lot about the way that the guys are off the field and during the off season. like, seeing the way they spend their time in the community, um, maybe, like, donating money, helping projects in Green Bay, things like that. And th- those are the kind of things that mean a lot to Wisconsin sport fans, just, like, the types of guys that we have. That's huge. Like, mm-hmm. we love having great players, but... Being able to see the way that they really are as a person, the way they interact with fans, how they respect the community, things like that—that's so important to us, and that's part of the reason why I'm so into sports. So,
0: it's. And so that's why we're so excited to do these interviews for the, for you guys. We cannot wait for you to listen to some of them. We have some Mm -hmm. really awesome people lined up already, and we're, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be really interesting because. The types of things we're asking, I think they're questions that we don't know the answers to. No. Um, and so we're going to be learning about these guys as well, which is just super, super awesome. But I yeah. guess my next question is, and probably a final question would be, Lily, what do you think the Packers need with what you've seen in order to have a successful season? You know, Is there anything that you like that needs to stay? Is
1: there anything that you think needs to shape up? Well, okay. So this is going to be a little bit more of a, I don't want to say abstract answer, but I think the thing that's been working well for the Packers are, is a combination of just being present and being with the game and seeing what's happening and playing off of that. Like not getting too much into their heads uh, about like, okay, we're down the first, let's really step it up and not going, instead of being just like, we're down, what are we going to do? There's nothing that we can do to get out of this. So I think being present Um, having fun and just being connected and having that team chemistry, just because I think when the Packers kind of are all, like, all the guys are comfortable having fun with each other, having fun in the game, I think that's huge. I think when they get too, like, in their heads, too solemn, too serious, sometimes that doesn't always translate as well. And I think seeing, like, everybody on the sidelines smiling, being happy, kind of, like, interacting with each other has been one of the things I've noticed. So... I think they just need to continue to be present. So if even that means in a loss, they bounce right back um, or have a bad half, things like that. I think if they can kind of stay in this headspace, I'm going to be happy with the season they I
0: agree. I think think also um, our defense, obviously, like we said, we had a few concerns in the beginning. They definitely seem to shape up as the game goes on. Um, But I think the defense, of course, can use improvement. Our defensive Mm -hmm. game is never our best. I think we always have a fantastic offense. But one thing I'm a little worried about on offense is as much as we talked about the fact that we see some great rotation between these guys, I do think we rely really, really heavily on Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. And while they are, you know, producing for us, Devontae Mm -hmm. today walked off with what seemed like a slight injury. I'm expecting he'll be back the next game. You know, he was Mm -hmm. walking, he was standing. He didn't have to go inside lambo you know he's still no. on the sidelines and i think they kept him out just because we were so far ahead it wasn't worth it to hurt what what was already hurting yeah um but i am a little afraid that if if Devonte adams or aaron jones does end up getting more seriously injured that that could really risk our season yeah um and so i i really think that the guys that we were talking about like mbs alan Lazard, as much aj dylan and um Jamal Williams as, as much as we love and respect them and we think that they're doing fantastically where they are right now I think it's really important that they work hard to step up yeah. um, almost to prepare themselves to fulfill that role in case they have to I really
1: I don't want to see the Packers have to lose because one person gets injured. No, and so. I think, like, injuries always hurt us. Injuries hurt every team, especially when you're losing star guys and people who are really, like, your main producers. Of course it but does. Of course it does. I think we need...
0: But I think I think the way I'd rather phrase it is that I, I think every team, of course, has their star players. Oh, and, yeah. But... Um, you know, I I, I think... You could say that about any team, you could pick one guy where if he got injured, maybe it would cost the game. But I think the reason why I'm so pressed on this idea of having these guys really, really work on their game is that I think they do have a lot of talent. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think they are able to fulfill that role. I don't think I'd be saying this if I didn't think they could step it up. Obviously, we've seen so much improvement from a lot of these guys from last season to this season. I think it's super important that they just continue to do what it is that they're doing, but also, um, you know, just work a little extra hard and improve. There's always stuff to work on. I just saw a quote from Matt LaFleur today that even though they scored um, a combined total of over 80 80 points this season, Mm -hmm. um, Matt LaFleur still said that they have a lot of improvements to be made. And so I really hope that we see some of those improvements throughout the season sooner rather than later. I don't want to have to wait another year and um, boot camp to see no. these guys step into their roles. So yeah. I'd love to see their growth and progress this season, and I also think it's really important, um, especially when it comes to if, – if we end up in a similar situation that we did last remember the reason why we lost our game to the 49ers is that we just could not get past their defense, and we definitely could not hold off their offense. And so – Obviously, that's, like, both parts of our teams. But yeah. I think it was really hard for us to score points. And like I said, when, when it seems like our guys get frustrated, they get really, yeah. really out of it and they're not totally present in the game. And so I think I'd really like to see these guys um, prepare for situations like that and hopefully to make it to the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> that's pretty... The goal. <laughs> like, reasonable. I don't want It's a pretty... Crazy claim, pretty high hopes, but...
1: I think I just want to be well last proven, and I've, yeah.
0: And the, the thing is, we did so well last year, and I think I've seen improvements from last year this year, so I actually have pretty high hopes. Um, I'll say it on here, if we win the Super Bowl, I'll get an Aaron Rodgers tattoo, so if there's <laughs> any incentive to win um, a championship title... If, if that that. If that pressures anyone, if that pressures, you know, just let the guys know, if that's what will make them play harder, I'll get a tattoo, um, you know, pass it on. But I, I'm serious. I really think that I have really high hopes for us. And I like what I'm seeing. There, of course, are a few mistakes, but I feel like as long as we can smooth out these mistakes and become a lot more consistent. Yeah. I think like- maybe consistency is what we're looking for.
1: I think so. And I kind of just want to be proven that, like, LaFleur's first season wasn't a fluke and wasn't a, it was, wasn't a fluke was, and wasn't just luck.
0: That was part of the reason why I was so excited about this season and also why I waited two games through this podcast is last game we did so well against the Vikings, I wanted to wait a game to see if it was a mistake. And yeah. it seems like it's not. I've been seeing a lot of the same things being done and it's a lot of really good stuff. And I'm also really proud that our team has been or is seemingly doing pretty well for two years straight. So mm-hmm. I have high hopes. I'm really excited about this team and I like what I'm seeing.
1: I really also like what I'm seeing and again it makes there have been some moments that have really made me nervous, especially with our defense. But
0: Yeah, maybe I was gonna or maybe I'd suggest like drafting a new tight end, but Trade for someone. But um, I do think overall I have pretty high hopes. And as long as we become much more consistent, because as, when, when other players become consistent, that gives Rodgers the ability to rely on not just Aaron Jones and Devontae. I think the reason why they are star players is because they produce consistently. Mm-hmm. And um, I've seen the same talents in MVS and Alan Lazard. You know, they, they are able to make these catches and have amazing plays i just think they have to nail down the consistency and make it mm-hmm. something that they never mess up at. you know it, it's practice makes perfect it, it's definitely a lot to ask to not drop a ball <laughs> we're sitting here and we're just like oh yeah um, oh yeah <laughs> but but i'm saying you know I, I i do think consistency is trained i think it's it, it's like rogers becoming better at his throws you know he he saw that there was uh, a problem with his form and that's something where he was able to watch himself and adjust in order to make it better and more consistent and I think that's what these guys need to do is that they need to look back and recognize what they've been doing right that makes it all work out and just kind of focus on that and yeah I'm pretty excited to see where this is all going.
1: I'm very excited to see this upcoming season and I've been trying to not
0: get my hopes up
1: and I think (laughs) both
0: of us, as a Packer fan, that's something that you'd go through every season, I promise.
1: Yeah, I try to not, with all my sports, I try to not get my hopes too high, so I can either be very pleasantly surprised, or, yeah, and you know, it's just, for me, this has been a really fun team to watch, and I just kind of hope that it stays that way, and I don't get too frustrated with some of their shortcomings, but you know, we'll see. I think we'll, we're really gonna but see how these things are line,
0: I think, I think we're both really excited about this season. I think we've both seen things that we like and that to us it seems like last season as well as how this season has been going has not been lucky breaks. It seems like we're actually growing as a team mm-hmm. and that we have something really special going on. And it's gonna be awesome to see what happens this season. Um, see how far we go uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, so,
1: so Here's the whole thing that there
0: yeah <laughs> Here's to hoping cheers to that one So thank you guys so much for tuning in to Fudge and Meat. We are so happy that you guys are here We're just doing this because we think it's fun. We love sports. We talk about it Anyways, why not record ourselves while we do it? <laughs> Hopefully our plans for fudge and meat, like I said, we're planning on doing interviews and um, we're also we also want to start getting into baseball. So that's definitely going to be exciting. Lily over here is smiling because I'm a football lady, she's a baseball lady. That's definitely where her passion lies. So get ready to hear a lot more of Lily when we start talking about baseball. Um, yeah. But for now, Might be more, we are yeah. super, We are super excited about the Packers season. Um, And we thank you guys so much for listening to us.
1: Yeah. Thank you. All right.
0: (laughs) Thank you guys so much, and hopefully we will see you soon. Goodbye, everybody.
1: So long.